You're listening to Veg Your Best. There has never been a more important time to be vegan. At Veg Your Best, we're here to help you limit and eliminate the consumption of animal products without feeling deprived, overwhelmed, or unsupported. Even if no one you know is vegan. My name's Michelle Olander. I'm a life coach, and I want to show you that living vegan is actually the superpower that will unlock your possibilities and give you the confidence to take on your next impossible goal by doing it your way. If I could go vegan in my 50s with all my excuses, I know you can start moving in that direction too. Veg your best, and there's nothing you can't do. Episode 99. There is no there there. Hey, Veg Heads, all my Veg Your Besties. It's been hot, right? It's been hot. Even here in coastal Rhode Island, when the AC went out this week, it was a bit much. Friends in Europe, large swaths of the U.S., you guys have really been suffering. And for all you essential workers working outside and for people who have certain health issues and certain medications, it's been really dangerous. And that's no joke. You know, I saw this week that my dad, my dad grew up in London It was actually hotter in London this week than in Florida, where my son and his family live. And they're up with us in Rhode Island to get away from the heat. Anyway, it reminded me that all winter, most of us are looking forward to long summer days. And then this happens to remind us that there really is no there there. You know what I mean? Do you know? No, they're there. I mean it in the sense that you think you want that. You think you want to go there. New house, new job, new diet, new weight, new partner, different location, new goal of some kind. But when you get there, it's actually mostly the same because you brought you with you. Most everything is a mixture of what we like and what we don't. And when we reach our goals, there's still stuff that's not fun. Sometimes it's new stuff that's not fun. But there's still about 50-50, uncomfortable and pleasant. And my coach calls this the 50-50 rule. And it's like when your yacht gets oxidation on the bright work or the fuel for your jet gets super expensive right? So I'm kidding, obviously. But it's always interesting to notice that if the media is to be believed, billionaires are not always giddy with happiness either. Now, maybe we call them lucky problems or first world problems. But it's always good to notice that there's no, there's no off ramp from this human experience. Wherever we are, whatever goals we achieve, we are basically going to experience negative emotions 
about 50% of the time. Whether we're living in a third-floor walk-up with no AC in the north end of Boston, or in a big, comfortable house with a view of the ocean. Because, you know, the goal is not to be free of all negative emotions. Is it? I mean, sometimes we think it is, but is it? Is the goal to be free of all negative emotions? A lot of those uncomfortable emotions are ones we've created by wanting something we don't have yet, or trying to build something, or to care for something that requires a significant amount of our, of our energy and effort and time and talent. I have had, <laughs> I, I mean, I think you've, you've heard me on this, on this journey. I've had a lot of uncomfortable emotions starting this podcast almost 100 consecutive weeks ago. There have been tears. There has been, there's been confusion and technical difficulties beyond my control. And more than a few times when I thought, this is just not going to work. This is just not feasible I just can't. There was doubt. There was anxiety that it wasn't worth the time and the energy. And yes, money. There are actually real financial costs to putting this weekly podcast out. It's not just the opportunity cost or the time that I've invested. And you know, I actually didn't have to start this podcast. I do have another job or two. And I don't take sponsorships or gifts on the pod. And I don't foresee taking them. Anyway, I could have just been a coach. I could have just run ads on Facebook like most of my peers do. So what I'm saying, what I'm saying is that the negative emotions and problems and yes, tears were because I sought something out more for my life. I wanted a challenge. I wanted to build something all on my own. I wanted to offer this podcast with a voice that I thought maybe some women who were in middle or late middle age might relate to. In my head, I wanted any woman who had ever thought, you know, you know, I'd love to stop eating and using animal products, but that's impossible. I wanted any woman who thought it's impossible to think, huh, well, maybe it's not impossible. Maybe if... Michelle could do it. I could. Maybe maybe I could be a 60-year-old vegan. Maybe I could change my life in a really big way, even though it's scary and nobody in the family really wants me to change. Maybe I could be a grandmother who eats a whole food, plant-based diet. And by the way, I hope that any woman who thought that way might start to think, huh, and if I could do that, if I could change that, what couldn't I do? That's why I'm here. Now, like entrepreneurship, starting or building a business or an initiative, this is a big goal among many of the women I talk to. After years, years of working for others or working at home, a good number of my clients express a big desire to create something brand new, a service or a company or a product. 
And then they think something, something's gone wrong because they feel like crap. They're scared. They're filled with doubt. They have anxiety. They're overwhelmed and irritable. They think something must have gone wrong, that they're doing it wrong, that they're not cut out for it. I hear them say, but I wanted to be an entrepreneur because I wanted to feel happy. I wanted to be free. I wanted to be creative and make the decisions, my decisions, without being micromanaged. I wanted to make my own schedule, not ask for permission every day. And yes, that can happen as an entrepreneur. It can. I've actually been self-employed, mostly in partnership with my husband, but since 1987, that's a while, when I quit my job in 1987 to help him get his advertising agency to the next level. And it worked. It did. But it didn't work in one of those beautiful graphs where the line starts out at the bottom left and goes to the upper right of the quadrant in a steady, linear, what's that, like a 45-degree angle? No. <laughs> no. Because a lot of other stuff comes along for the ride when you start your business. A lot. Like no one there who knows already how to do it. No one there to manage you and get the most out of you. Uh, no one there who has years of experience to fill you in with when you don't feel well. Being up all night looking for a solution. Because if you don't do it, it won't get solved. And when you work for yourself, very often, most of the time, there's no human resources department to fill in all your paperwork and timesheets and make sure that all governmental, state, federal, and local taxes are paid correctly. And instead of working for an employer who's made some kind of commitment to pay you and give your job certain boundaries and offer you predictable benefits, you're working for all of your clients and they're not really worried about you at all. And just like the long summer days we dreamed of in winter, this business we dreamed of when we were feeling annoyed, hassled, underpaid, unappreciated in our previous job, well, now it just feels awful. And if you aren't careful, if you don't watch that brain of yours, if you don't have a practice of watching that brain of yours, you might start to think that it's your fault, that there's something wrong, that there's something you lack or you're broken or that you were delusional. <laughs> okay, again, just like every single week, we're using all my thought examples. So you just got some insight into the way my brain works. Broken, delusional. Yeah, it's my fault. But what I want you to hear, and I want you to hear this, even if you're busy, even if you're distracted, your attention's wandered, come back to me for this. There is no there there. Being self-employed, being an entrepreneur, it's not going to fix everything. Going vegan or whole food plant-based, it's not going to be nirvana. Running a marathon, finishing your book, moving to a big house, getting a record deal, making your first 100K, securing the funding for your vegan television network, having a partner or kids or grandkids, none of this is going to be a panacea. 
I know. That's the bad news. But the good news, you don't need anything else to make you happy and confident or satisfied. Because that's not going to do it either. Because you're bringing yourself with you. I know. I brought myself with me here. I brought a lot with me on this journey. I'm still embarrassed. I'm still filled with doubts. My first assumption is that no one cares or worse, that I'm actually bothering you. Those thoughts haven't gone away. But by sticking with my goals, I allowed them. (laughs) Okay, this is a coaching term. We allow our emotions. I say aloud, I didn't have much control. Those unpleasant, those doubt-filled thoughts, they came along. (laughs) They just came along without being invited, particularly. And yes, I say I allowed them to be there. I didn't make those thoughts mean that I should give up. I didn't make the uncomfortable emotions mean I should quit. I decided to just practice noticing them. Oh, look, Michelle, you recorded that episode, and now you're feeling scared that you made a bunch of grammatical errors or that you stuttered and that you will be embarrassed when people find out what you said. Or I'm thinking, oh, well, okay, I did one, but how on earth can I keep doing this every week? I've always been so disorganized. And I already have too many responsibilities. I'm already failing at all the things I should have been committing to. And a classic, my husband is going to hate this, me taking on a big project just around the time we could potentially start scaling back towards retirement. Here's, here's a fresh one. I'm such a malcontent. I always want what I can't have. Why can't I just be happy with my life the way it is? Welcome, my friends. Welcome to the sunshine thoughts of my brain. So when I say that I allow those uncomfortable negative thoughts, the process is really more just me noticing them and not rejecting them or trying to escape from them, and just processing them as part of me that I'm bringing along on this journey and not adding any further fuel to them, not identifying with them, not believing them. My thoughts show up, and I remember that It's not just this project that has me thinking that I'm a horrible failure who's wasted my life. No, that one's been here before. Hey, self-loathing, I see you. Oh, wow. Shame and embarrassment, my old friends. (laughs) Okay, I'm making fun. But this probably happens in your head too, right? This is what a big, worthy, stretching, challenging goal is going to do for you. Whether it's committing to a vegan lifestyle, or building a new business, or writing a screenplay, or raising your family. All those thoughts are coming along for the ride. In fact, I wish I'd been a little more familiar with this concept when I was raising my family. I wish I had held some of those awful thoughts that I was a bad mom and doing it wrong. I wish I had allowed them. 
meaning I wish I'd said, of course you're feeling like a failure today. That's just a place your brain goes sometimes when you're not creating the results you wanted. You can handle that. You've got this. The goal isn't to feel good all the time, right? There's no there there. There's no place where you will no longer have doubt or embarrassment. There's no destination where I will never experience shame about my appearance or what I've achieved or my speaking ability or my focus. I don't think that's going to change. The goal is to not let something as unimportant as a feeling you've practiced for years or decades to stop you. The goal is not to let something as unimportant as a feeling or repetitive thought in your brain stop you from taking advantage of this one wild and precious life. Right? That's what I mean by allow. What if you could? What if you could just allow those thoughts and those feelings to be there? They're not true. They're just thoughts. And they don't mean you're broken. They don't mean that you don't deserve a new goal. It doesn't mean you're doing it wrong. If you're listening to this, it's pretty clear you've done a lot right. You've created a lot of amazing results. You've got a lot of skills. You've got a lot of your life dialed in. And I don't want you to discount a single one of those achievements, not a single one. What you haven't done yet, what you haven't created yet, the commitments you haven't kept yet, those are not evidence that you're not capable. Those aren't proof that it's not for you or that you don't have what it takes or the support or the talents. Why? Why would you even tell yourself that? That you can't have something that you really, really want. Well, there's a reason, and there's one main reason, because sometimes if you talk yourself out of something you want, it's an effort to feel a little better about something you're disappointed about. And that's something we talk about in coaching all the time, failing ahead of time, giving up ahead of time. Because, okay, I fail now, I don't do it. But what if I worked hard and it didn't turn out the way I wanted? That would be worse. Would it? I wonder. In coaching, we get crystal clear about what we control, and we get equally clear about what we really, really want. Honestly, that is a life-altering achievement just in and of itself. But that's just where coaching starts. We get crystal clear about what we control. We get clear about what we really, really want. And then we create a strategy. But the goal is not to be happy there when you get what you say you want. The goal is not to be proud then because there's no there there. You build a life you're proud of, not by avoiding all those feelings of shame and doubt and embarrassment. Sorry, but those kids are coming with us. <laughs> Wherever you go, there you are. 
wherever we go. We're taking our brains and personalities and doubts and flaws with us too. If you would like some company, some coaching, and some strategy along the way to your next goal, that's what I do. And that's what I want you to believe is possible for you. We can talk about what it is you want. We can build a framework to move in that direction. In eight weeks, in eight weeks, you can have a completely different outlook about something that just has not seemed possible for you. And we can design a process that will remind you every day to be proud and excited along the way. Even when you're carrying your friend's shame, self-loathing, doubt, embarrassment, social anxiety, you can bring them with you. They're not going anywhere. Okay. And if you want to talk about it, if you want to get on the call and just experiment, see whether this seems like a good process for you, there are links in the show notes and it's super easy to find me. It's not magic. It's not. It's brain science and it's practice. And it has made all the difference for me. And yes, yes, you can do it. And you can do it on your own. But it is so much easier and faster if you've got a coach along for the ride. Okay, kids. Okay, kids, stay cool. Watch out for your neighbors and your friends. Be tolerant if tempers are a little frayed. Maybe by the time this comes out, we'll be experiencing record low temperatures. Hard to know. And it will be winter before you know it. You know, I think, I think maybe I know you. I think I know that you want more than just a comfortable life. If you want a bigger, a more engaged life, more than you want to just avoid uncomfortable thoughts and emotions, it would be my honor to talk with you about designing that process. Okay. Talk to you next week. Veg Your Best podcast production, music, and editing by Charlie Weinshank. Thanks, Charlie. Before you go, it would mean so much to me and the Veg Your Best team if you would hit subscribe, leave us a five-star review, or share with someone you think might be interested. Something about algorithms, it helps bump us up a little in the rankings, and that's the best way to help others find the podcast and for us to find our audience. So until next week, make it easy and veg your best. <laughs>